0: Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to the Locate Travel podcast. No matter where you are in the world, thank you for tuning in. My name is Kate, and I'm the founder of Locate Travel, an actionable resource portal that helps you design your life abroad, one that you won't need a vacation from. You can check it out at locatetravel.com. That's L-O-K-A-T-E travel.com. On today's episode, I'm joined once again by my good friend, Alicia Green. This time, we've come full circle, and instead of sitting in my apartment in Toronto, she is now visiting me in my apartment here in Barcelona. We discuss the transition to moving, the stresses, the anxieties, and a breakdown. Hope you enjoy this episode, and thank you as always for listening
1: hey friend how are you great it's nice to see you again i know it's nice to see you too you have a nice little tan there what's going on
0: oh just you know lots of sunshine here in spain Mm, casual (laughs) (laughs) so uh context we're uh sitting on my balcony in barcelona of all places Mm -hmm. drinking cava again.
1: Cheers. (laughs) Okay, so I would even want to start, Katie, because I don't,
0: uh, like,
1: everyone's gonna be joining into this podcast after hearing a few really cool episodes that you've done with other people, and at that point, now they're gonna be, like, transported in time to this very moment. What do you want the masses to know?
0: That I actually moved. I'm here in Spain, sitting on my balcony in Pueblo Sec, which is a neighborhood here in Barcelona, with my bestie. Hey! we're still drinking (laughs) kava
1: nothing's changed
0: nothing's changed we're we're sitting well we actually have furniture now last time we were speaking on this podcast we didn't have
1: furniture because i had moved all of my furniture out of my toronto apartment you literally sold your entire life you're like okay let's sit on these pillows and make a podcast (laughs) and i was like down and it was fun (laughs) it was it was so good i can't believe you're here i'm so happy for you I can't believe I'm here either, this is
0: insane. And so we're sitting on my balcony, drinking cava, Mm -hmm. on furniture this time, in Barcelona, and this lovely lady sitting across from me is here because she came to Spain to celebrate my 30th birthday with me, which was actually my goal
1: to be here, which was crazy. You're 30, you literally set a goal, you wrote it out, power of intentions, you wrote it out, you put it out there, (laughs) and then you literally found your way here. What the hell, Katie, how? How did you do this? A lot of hard work, discipline, focus,
0: and then like a bit of luck, some kava as well, but.
1: Yeah, this is your real life. Like, damn girl, this is so cool. Like Katie, one thing I'll note, you guys, is that Katie might make it seem super easy, but it took a lot of research planning thought like even the neighborhood you ended up in you dropped your ego you weren't like oh I lived here before I already know what I want to do where I want to go you talk to people you research you asked around like you did the most <laughs>
0: there was a lot of prep there's a lot of prep I think of administrative tasks that you have to do uh, a lot of prep with your personal items so like furniture your finances prep saying goodbye to people that was really tough
1: um, that's like super difficult yeah
0: And I had like a month to say goodbye everyone, which was nice and and sad at the same time. But it's kind of a bittersweet feeling. But Mm -hmm. it was really sweet to see everyone before I left
1: and had this epic going away party and lots of amazing delicious dinners. It was super fun. It was really cool too to see all the people whose lives like you've been a part of and like how you were a part of them. Because everyone I spoke to knew you in a completely different way. Like almost everyone, they were like clumps of people, and every clump would be like, "Kate, I know Katie from work. Kate, I know Katie from Run Club. Kate, I know Katie from like Castle Runners. Kate, I know Katie from this thing. I know Katie because we both speak Spanish." I know Katie because we eat things <laughs> <know> Katie, like, <laughs> it was really cool to kind of see that something that's very important is to build a community and one thing I learned from you that I'm currently applying to my life is I'm in spite of the fact that I know that I don't belong in Toronto I'm still gonna build a life that I really want there before the university. is just like okay time to go <laughs> like
0: so yeah it's important it was like I put a lot of work and effort into my apartment decorating it making it feel like home even though I knew that Toronto wasn't my forever place and that I knew eventually I was going to leave but it's important to like enjoy the place that you're in because I think people get so focused on, okay, what's next? Where do I want to be? But you don't enjoy where you actually are. And I think that's really important. So I have no doubt that you will crush your goals, but it is really important to enjoy where you are now, be in the moment, be present, which is a really hard thing for us to do
1: <laughs> we here's the thing guys <laughs> that katie and i we always like noted and we chatted about we are major type a personalities and we emote very similarly and also in very different ways like with katie like she if she feels that she can't do something she'll like hit it hard and she'll like just go for it be like you know what i'm gonna do it anyway literally and then me if i feel like i can't do something but i really want to do it i'll like pop some popcorn and sit on my sofa if it looks really hard and I'll be like "Mm, I wish I did it and then eventually I'll get to it but I take my time with really doing it because we do about 20 years of research that's also how we were able to literally visit seven cities in, like, literally. Well, no, we did even more than seven cities in two weeks because we also did Malaga. Which didn't count. Yeah, like eight cities in two weeks. I don't even know how, but it involved a lot of spreadsheets. <laughs> spreadsheets and a Google Doc? Yeah. Absolutely, and that also comes down to our personalities, but I do believe that anybody who sets their mind to something can do it. They just have to know where their weaknesses are. Like our weakness is in um, not being able to relax, and not necessarily being able to appreciate. Just like you are saying, like, we're grateful for the opportunities we have, but we always have like that one foot out the door, like at least a pinky toe out the door to be like, okay, where's the next adventure? Like we're always kind of waiting for that next thrill, but really to just kind of like sit in it and really be like, I have arrived in Barcelona.
0: I think that was the thing for me, it's because I was doing a million and one things before I left because fear setting, as we talked about before, trying to make backup plans for all of your worst fears and how you can mitigate those risks or mitigate the problems that may arise. And so I was working three different jobs, saving as much money as I could, and then also doing run club with Nike and then trying to have a personal life and see friends and organize my life and sell all my furniture. And just I was so go, 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 go before leaving that it was when I arrived. I was like, OK, I'm here and I want to just live for one to two months and not think about responsibility and just appreciate the fact that I've actually landed and I'm here and then start to get back into the million things that I do as a Canadian as a functioning type A personality, where I'm constantly doing all the things. And it was kind of nice to just like sit and appreciate what I had achieved and actually landed and getting all of my life sorted out here, that was also another thing. So arriving, I took a week off from work, to just get my life sorted, administratively speaking. So registering within the city and trying to find an apartment, registering for social security so I can pay taxes and getting all that set up to be you know, 110% legal in the city. And then I started working remotely with my job. And that was a really cool experience and it has been so far and I've adjusted really well to it I think
1: because you have, a <laughs> you have like a very intense and incredible schedule that I would have loved to follow while I was here but jet lag <laughs> yeah
0: it works well the Spanish schedule works well so I start work at about 10 in the morning and I finish uh, around 6 or 7 sometimes 8 depending on my day and meetings and stuff and usually in the morning I go and I work out and then I where I work out actually has um, is a co-working space as well. So I I go to Soho House, uh, which have houses all around the world and they have one here in Barcelona. So I use their gym, which is really nice. And then right after uh, I shower and then I use their space to, to work. And then in the afternoon, I come back on my little bike and I bike through the city to my apartment and then I make lunch and then I start the second half of my day. And by the time I start the second half of my day, it's when my team is just waking up because I'm six hours ahead. So it's really nice. I have this amazing intense focus in the mornings where I'm able to just crush a lot of work. And then in the afternoon, is when I have all my calls and my meetings and chatting with people on Slack. And then, yeah, and because in Spain, they don't eat dinner until at least 9.30, 10 o'clock. You know, even though I'm finishing my day a little bit later than I would have in Toronto, it still fits really nicely. And then I get up and do it again.
1: So it's, it's a nice sort of schedule, as you mentioned. Routine is possibly one of the most important things that you can set up for yourself that we've both learned in our lives. We do the exact same thing every single day. Like we have the same snacks. <laughs> we eat the same foods. <laughs> And, of course, I've read all those magazines that talk about, you know, the world's most successful people and the fact that, P.S., Katie's just topping up our coffee right now. <laughs> like, there it is. Um, the most successful people, they do the exact same thing every single day. And it's so odd that routine is just very important to me. And it does kind of take a second for you just take a step back and be like, whoa, I've done so many cool things and like, you bring it up all the time. You're like, Leisha, you're so young. Like, stop trying to get 20 years ahead of where you are and just appreciate all the things you've done. I'm like, yeah, I guess. Like, I'm managing a department. I'm doing this thing. I'm doing that thing. Like, it's so much fun, but I'm still kind of like beating myself up. But I'm like, there's more, there's more, there's more. But once you take a step back and you really appreciate it, like, it makes it all better. I think so.
0: It's about living in the moment again, right? We have a really hard time just like appreciating where we actually are. So hard. Oh my God. (laughs) And I was sharing with Alicia that, you know, I was so go, go, go when I first got here because, you know, I did have a week of technically vacation. I'm throwing up air quotes right now. A vacation when I first landed, but it wasn't vacation. It was was very go, go, go every day because I I was like, okay, I have a week to figure out my shit. So it's like, I have to get all of this stuff done with the government and with the local city of Barcelona and trying to find an apartment, et cetera, et cetera. Because I was staying with friends the first week I landed here. They very graciously offered me to stay with them, which was really nice and a really great landing place. But at the same time, I didn't want to take advantage of that. And I wanted to get us settled as quickly as possible because the following week I was starting as a remote. And it's like, okay, like I have my full time job. I have to, you know, be responsible and, and get back to it. And so there was that pressure. But at the same time, it's like, you know, you have a life when you're in Toronto. And this is my new life. So it's like I have to remember that it's like I have to have that balance again. And it took a waiter, a very kind waiter, at a restaurant one day when I was having lunch. During my first week as a remote, I think it was like the third day. And I was. they have something here called menu del día. So menu of the day for lunch. Uh, So you typically get three courses. So an appetizer, a main, and then a dessert and a drink and some bread. And it's usually for like 10 euro. And it's amazing and delicious. And I was really concerned. I, I got there at like... I don't know, I think I got there at like 2.10 and I knew I had a meeting at three and one of their menu items was paella, obviously. And I was like, oh, I really wanna have paella. I haven't had paella yet, but usually paella takes like 30 to 40 minutes to cook. And so I was concerned, okay, am I gonna have enough time, et cetera, et cetera. And so I asked the waiter uh, in Spanish and I was like, hey, I, I have a meeting at this time. How fast does a paella come out, et cetera? And he was like, don't worry about it. You have lots of time. And he literally just said, just sit there and relax. Here's your glass of wine, which is totally kosher to have at lunch in Spain. Just sit there and enjoy yourself. And like those, he walked away and it was just like, yes, <laughs> like I have to sit here and enjoy myself and be present and be like, holy shit, I'm here having menu de in Spain, which is what I wanted. And it's crazy. It's yeah. like, but it's crazy that it takes someone else to sort of be like, you need to chill out and
1: just relax. Literally though. It's weird. It does take an outside perspective to kind of remind you, but sometimes even keeping a journal, updating people like on your day to day life as you speak to people like on Messenger or whatever, as they kind of reply back or really reading those comments and replying back to people on instagram or facebook or wherever and really taking them to heart like if somebody says wow that's really cool don't just skim over it you sit in it and you say it is cool like feel it enjoy it embrace it and it, it's tough to do because of course we have task lists that do not end i guess this podcast is a bit about like relaxation moving and appreciation and gratefulness And also just like reality, right? Because like it's so easy to see on Instagram. Like obviously
0: I've been posting photos and sharing my experiences. And and that's what I want to share on Locate is like what it's actually like to move and to live abroad and, you know, going beyond what you just see on Instagram. Because on Instagram, oh my God, my life is totally perfect. Like, how great is it? But at the same time, it's like there's so much hard work that goes into moving abroad. It's a really big decision. It's an exciting decision. And your life is never necessarily easier. It's actually, in fact, harder but
1: it's worth it and you have to let them know what happened oh i'm getting there just before i uh, flew here y'all get ready for this. i'm taking a sip of kava because here it comes so,
0: you know, life looks perfect on Instagram. You'd think I totally have my shit together, etc. And I've lived abroad three times before. And I've gone through roller coaster of emotions previously. And when I landed, everyone was like, oh, my God, like, you're getting things done so quickly. And just like, boom, boom, boom. And like, again, type A personality. And I was also very prepared. I researched everything I needed, was very prepared, had appointments set up at the bank with like health insurance. Like, even before I landed, was already looking at apartments from Canada. So when I landed, I could... Literally hit the ground running. And so I think it took me a while before the adrenaline actually dissipated and wore off because, you know, I was feeling fine. And I had a friend, one of my other best friends came to visit three weeks um, after I moved. And I was like, that's going to be perfect because who knows what I might be feeling by then. And I might have a complete breakdown and we'll need her support emotionally and physically, whatever. Like, I might just need a hug. You know, she came and she's like, how are you? And I'm like, I'm great. I'm fantastic. Like, life is fantastic. And she's like, wow, I'm really impressed. I was like, yeah, me too. And then another friend came. And and I was fine then and, you know, life was fine and it wasn't until, you know, the week before you came and we were having our scheduled Google Hangout, you know, I can't lie to the girl, especially was like video Hangouts yeah. and for some reason before we spoke that week previously I just woke up and I felt like I just wanted to cry and there were some days that I woke up and I just cried and I was like what is wrong like why do I feel so much anxiety yeah I'm living my dream and I'm like why do I feel this this sadness or this anxiety or this stress I was like what is going on and I think it shows that I'm getting older and maybe hopefully wiser but it's like I started to help self diagnose myself to be like okay what's going on what's going on in my head because something's not right right if you're waking up and the first thing you want to do in the morning is cry like something is wrong and so I was dealing with that and you know I was doing meditation I was like okay I need to chill out I need to meditate a little bit and so I had this meeting with Alicia and you know even before I got on the call I was like shit I'm gonna cry I'm gonna break down like I know I'm going to and you know you put on a brave face and she's like oh my god hi how are you and I'm like great how are you and she's like I think she asked like a trigger question I forget what it was and all of a sudden you know you you, you, you when you know you're going to cry and you pause, but you don't want to cry because you're in front of them. I it was
1: lag. I honestly thought it was internet lag. I'm like, is Katie frozen? <laughs>
0: oh no it was coming (laughs) and then all of a sudden I just like broke down and I was just like crying and she's like what's wrong and I was like I don't even know but I think it was a mixture of you know self-diagnosis again is just like it was a lot of little things that bundled up into one big thing so it was you know the fact that I think I was starting to feel I was starting to miss my friends right because it was at that four four month mark where it was like okay I'm not seeing my friends I just witnessed three of my best friends weddings on Instagram and Facebook which I had to miss which was really sad you know I'm seeing other friends have babies uh, that I can't be there to meet
1: dreams it's like your dreams don't wait for the perfect
0: moment (laughs) there'll never be a perfect moment
1: exactly it's like a breakup like there will never be a moment where it's like oh like his birthday's next week but no like rip off the band-aid like it's it's time now to kind of do those things
0: and when you move abroad it's a reality you can't yeah. be there for everything and it was something my mom even warned me about you know my mom when she moved to Canada when she was 23 she sort of prepared me and was like listen you're gonna start missing birthdays and weddings and eventually you'll start missing funerals which yeah. is really hard and it's just the reality of living abroad like sometimes you can't afford to go home or sometimes it just doesn't work out in terms of timing and you can't be there for everything and I think I was seeing things and I was missing friends so there was that aspect and then there was like this impending factor of like my 30th birthday where you know I was having like that quarter life crisis moment where I was like what the fuck am I doing with my life and is this the right decision and you start second guessing yourself and you're like oh my god what have I done I've moved literally my life across an ocean and you start freaking out and then I also had stresses with like work and then personal stuff in terms of dating and it was just like all of these little things all of these small little balls of stress snowballed into the massive ball of stress which then and it and it fell on Alicia <laughs> so thank god she's an amazing friend <laughs> she's just
1: like what is wrong and I was just like I so many things I like what I watched you and I literally made a mountain out and like pack tissues <laughs> And it was such
0: good timing for you to come now because I I didn't know I was going to feel it. To be honest, I thought I was going to feel all of this much earlier when my friend Basha was coming uh, three weeks after my trip. I was like, oh, for sure, I'm going to have my first like emotional breakdown then. And I think that's something that people don't talk about enough is that like you go through such intense roller coasters of emotion when you live abroad, both good and bad. And it's waves. And even though I've lived abroad three times previously, like this isn't my first time. I know what to expect. I know life is going to be hard. I know being away from friends and family is difficult, but it's like... Like it still hits you and it hits you hard. And I think now because I'm completely financially independent and I'm on my own. Luckily I have family in England, which is just, you know, like a two-hour flight away, which is great. Whereas my mom is still in Canada, which is like an eight-hour flight, so it's a little bit further. So I still have, you know, family relatively close. But at the same time, like I'm here by myself and I do have friends. I do have a really good network here in Barcelona. I'm very lucky. But at the same time, it's like I'm here on my own and everything that I do, I am solely responsible for. And that's that's can be heavy sometimes. And when you factor in different languages, different cultures and different stresses of everyday life, it's not easy. And that's why I think people don't talk about it enough that it's okay if you if you wake up feeling sad or uh, overly emotional and you're just like, what what's wrong? And it's just talk to your friends who might not be there physically but message them tell them what's wrong like
1: talk about your feelings and talk about what's going on right? Exactly no that's so important and that was one thing that I mentioned to you too was even about the whole point about you living completely independently and like the fact that you know you're doing remote work like your job is set up in a different way than it was before etc but I said honestly Katie everyone's jobs are up in the air at any point in time like it's just one of those things where you have to kind of just roll with it regardless of what you're thinking what you're feeling it's just really day to day and I think what stresses us out the most are things that have not happened and will not happen (laughs) genuinely like we don't get honestly guys we do not get stressed out about the day-to-day too much we get stressed out about the what-ifs a lot things we can't control literally things we can't control things we can control will control so we know it'll get done but we're still nervous about not doing it and it just kind of snowballs into unnecessary energy that can be put into other things like even relaxing it's been uh it's been a roller coaster arriving here
0: <laughs> and moving here but it's been so much fun and it's like scary to think that I've done it like it's like it was. When I first arrived, it seemed very surreal. Like it it felt like I was living a dream or that someone was going to pinch me and I would wake up from this dream and be in my apartment in Toronto. And it took a really long time to actually sort of believe that I was here. And also for it to like get past like the quote unquote vacation phase, right? Because, you know, being in Spain again, you're like, oh my God, like this feels like a vacation. And and then when you start getting into a new thing for me, which was remote work and getting over that challenge and then sort of developing a routine, like you were mentioning before, like developing routine is no... Number one and sort of getting into the groove of everyday life here, then it started to be like really real. And then the adrenaline started to like wear down, and it was like, okay, like this is real life. Like I have my apartment, like I have this everyday life. I'm dating someone. Like this is I have friends. Like this is crazy. This is sort of like my new life. And it takes time, but I've also done so much in like four months, which is crazy, and sort of freaks out some of my Spanish friends. They're like, How did you find an apartment so fast in Barcelona? And I was like, I was lucky. You
1: also manifested it, like you, it's a makes a manifestation so intending to do something and then also backing it up by taking the steps necessary like you said you did research on apartments you did research on where you wanted to live a lot of people they kind of go into the real estate game thinking okay i'm gonna find a place okay where how who's gonna help you do that like why do you want to live in a certain area um have you experienced it before have you even walked around there or are you just showing up for a viewing i think that a lot of people will look at your pictures and will look at your statuses and think oh wow katie like this was so easy they have no idea like what it took to get there like the task lists that you made the things you had to put on the back burner we talked about this even with locate you really wanted to launch it right away right and at this point it's already been launched as people are listening to this it's already been launched like there's already content there this is that there's a lot but you wanted to do that before you left for spain and i said katie Um, how about (laughs) I literally pose as a question, like, why don't you consider not launching an entire new brand before you move to another country? (laughs) And you're like, yeah. It's true. She
0: was like, maybe you just like wait till you get subtle. Classic overachiever in me and the person who wants to do all the things before I left. Because I want to, you know, close out everything and be like, okay, I got that done. I got that done. I got that done. And then I I wanted to launch Locate. And she was like, how about you don't you just wait and like give yourself some time? And I was like, okay, fine. (laughs) To breathe. And... Honestly, that was like the best thing you could have said because I probably would have burned out right before I left and putting too much pressure on myself
1: because there really was no deadline. And you always have to sort things. I've always learned you have to sort things into like urgent, important. (laughs) You can hit pause on it. That's literally my three sorting things. And like if Locate doesn't launch tomorrow, will you like die or will the economy collapse? If neither of those things. Let's hit pause.
0: No, that was really good advice. So always listen to your best friends because they know what's up and they can call you out on your bullshit. So there's that. Mm -hmm. But yeah, moving here was crazy and a whirlwind, but like so much fun. And I've had multiple guests come through, like multiple friends come it's been amazing to see them and it's to every time like I'm sort of feeling like, Oh, I really miss my friends or, Oh, I really miss my connection back to Canada. It's like someone appears and I'm like, Oh, this is great. And I get renewed again, which is really nice. And yeah, it's just been like more so developing a routine and getting back to real life, even though this is like my dream life, but it is real life now, which is super exciting Mm -hmm. and just sort of focusing on the important things. So work is number one and being remote and, you know, connecting with my team well and being available for meetings and uh Dealing with six and nine hour time differences. There's a baby crying. We're on my
1: patio. What else should we talk about? I think there's so much for us to discuss. For now, I think it's cool to kind of just put out there, relax. It will honestly all come to you as long as you're being an awesome person. You know what you want to do and you're embracing your purpose and your truth. You will live your best life. Actually though It's not just a hashtag You will literally live your best life I came here And I almost started crying Because I looked at your life And I looked at what you were able to do I looked with About like Who you surrounded yourself with And I was like My baby's okay like my little katie's doing all right okay good and i literally looked around i'm like there's nothing for me to do here like other than just be here for you because you've set your, your life up so incredibly but obviously it took lots of work but it took you being like a great person which you really are Gosh, <laughs> fest guys uh <laughs> it did it took you being an amazing person and like one of my biggest pieces of inspiration i should just put you on my moon board and be like mood katie <laughs> <laughs> There are so many people who miss you back home and you knew that, but you decided, which is an awesome thing, guys, be selfish. Like you were like, no, I have this dream. I have this thing like and I'm going to move across the world and do it because you felt it in your gut. And it took a lot of things to get you to that point, but you felt it in your gut and you knew it and you remembered your dream and you did it. So honestly, guys, your dreams can come true. <laughs> Stay focused,
0: stay disciplined, surround yourself with the right people, believe in yourself even when life doesn't, tells you no and you think everything is going wrong in your life and you're never going to be able to make it. I think it's super important to just like believe in yourself as corny as that sounds and just surround yourself with the best people, focus, discipline, a little bit of luck, keep trying and you got this.
1: Absolutely.
0: So do one thing that your future self will thank you for today. And with that, we come to the end of this podcast episode. I hope you all have an amazing morning, afternoon, and evening. I'm Kate, and I'm thrilled to have had time in your earbuds today. Thank you for listening. Until next time.